from informative topics, from historical to current events, whether fiction or nonfiction, to guest interviews, both local and international. This is bringing the voices of Southern Kentucky to you. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. And now, here's your hosts, Matt, Cat, Tiny, and Friends. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome to Deadpan Studio Podcasts. Wait, what is that? No, no, no show title? No, it's just us. It's no, it's just us. Thing. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, we are now just Deadpan Studio Podcast. We're not separating into different shows. If we want to talk about something, we're going to talk about it. If we want to play a game, we're going to play a game. If we want to do anything, interview, we're just going to do it because we feel like it. We're just going to do it. That's right. Anyway, welcome to Deadpan Studio Podcast. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm your host, and I'm here joined by Cat. Hey. Tiny. What up? And our good friend, Alan Hogan. Hello. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I, I'm really, really happy to uh, be back in studio to be able to uh, re-record the podcast. I cannot wait for these two knuckleheads to get back into the studio, <laughs> but you know how it is uh, when we all live in separate places. But through the magic of technology and a brand new board, thank you, Roadcaster. We now Ooh. have a way of bringing everybody of it. in. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. We should do that. I'll, yeah, I'll post a picture of that on our social media. It's the Roadcaster Pro. Um, if you do not have one and you've started Thanks a podcast. Being kind, but it has nothing to do with where we live. I just forgot. <laughs> oh, you're calling yourself out. He's calling himself out. There we go. Yeah, funny. Well, you know, I, I was trying to help you save face. But, you know, if you want to, you know self-slapping your face on the pie uh, with a pie that's great i'm okay with that <laughs> uh, i threw him off his game dead ah, air I'm good uh, dead air uh, 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 oh i know we have our first technical difficulty that's my brain right now i think so <laughs> amazing well anyway how about them bears huh uh i don't know i stopped watching football a long time ago <laughs> in the bears in gatlinburg well, i saw two last time i was there yeah <laughs> All right, so anyway, we're back, and I don't know how long this is going to run for us this evening. Uh, it could be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. I don't 20 know. 20 minutes. Ha, oh, you're funny. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to get this out here. Uh, when this drops, which is uh, February 8th, 2016, it'll be our third, third anniversary. It'll be year three that we're in. Ooh. And, uh, uh-oh, our call ended. We're going to pause and go back in. Give me just a moment. Oh, boy, I'm just bad luck. Oh. Anyway. Uh, no, you just moved a lot and chilled your cord. Yeah. Anyways. To recap, okay. real quick. Um, we're doing life updates. We're doing life updates. It's been 10 seconds. I know. They're still with us. It's okay. Okay. All we're right. doing that one person from Spain. Shout out to you from Spain if you're still listening to us. Go ahead, Kat. Anyway, so a, like a double life update for you and me, sir. We got engaged. You better hit applause. <laughs> I was thinking of hitting the rim shot. No. <laughs> You're the one that got me this very nice ring. Thank you. No, you saved the rim shot for the vows. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Don't you? Don't you? Don't you dare. A little Sam Kennison for you. Yeah. 
Oh, I yeah. love Sam Beautiful. Peters. Okay, I don't know who that is, so we're not going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, anyway, so, no, we got engaged. Um, he proposed to me last year, um, just a few days April after. April 15th, 2021. No, it was not on my birthday. I meant the weekend of. Oh. Yeah. It was actually like the 17th, I think. Um, but yeah. yeah, just a couple oh, days so after. Close to my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, uh, no, uh, Tiny, your birthday's in December. Yeah. Yeah, the 18th. Oh, uh, we said April. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, I was so confused. Never, I was like, mind, I was like, uh, uh, do you not, uh, do you not recognize yourself as having a birthday in December anymore? <laughs> no. You're a winter, you're a winter baby. I'm no, a spring I'm, baby. I'm trying to jump around those and now I'm too old. <laughs> the loopholes. Genius. Something about taxes. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you guys look up the Kentucky Castle, um, there's a really cool place in Lexington. Lexington. I always want to mix them up, even though they're literally not the same. Um, but it's called the Kentucky Castle. It's very fancy. Went through a lot of like ownership, like ups and downs or whatever. But now it's like a really insanely cool, very pricey hotel. But also they have a bar and a restaurant, and it's just it, like if you want to splurge. Like, you know, even if you don't spend the night, we didn't spend the night. But if you want to just have a hell of a night and pretend like you're a fancy so-and-so and have some really freaking delicious food and have some of the best service of your life, I suggest going there. Even if you live in Kentucky or out of Kentucky, this is definitely a really cool place to go. Um, and not far from it is a bunch of cool shopping and stuff, too. So you can make, like, a whole – well, we made a whole weekend of it. Um but we did the tour and dinner, but after the tour, um, the tour the tour for us ended on the roof. I would assume if it's raining, it would end inside. But it ended on the roof, and, you know, the tour guide, who whose name was also Matt. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's his name. Um, he was like, got any questions? We're like, no. And we were just, like, looking at the view. He's like, okay, well, you know, until your dinner reservation, you can explore the grounds. And I was like, oh, cool. He did, um, did kind of look at me like I was sus because I kept trying, uh, I was trying to get you alone. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what he said later, actually. Um, well, no, I mean, you were there. So, you know, we're on the roof and it's kind of chilly. So I'll, I'm like, okay, views are cool, but like I wanted to go explore. And I like kept trying to like go back to the elevator, but then you wouldn't let me. And then he started saying sweet things. And I was like, oh my God. And then he got down on one knee, and now I got a ring, and it was very nice. And it was fun to go back downstairs, you know, all these people we had just, like, seen, and be like, oh, he, like, just proposed to me. And they were like, oh, my God, it was so cool. And and then we saw our tour guide um, and, you know, told him. And he, um, they got this cool, not a fountain, but this, in front of the castle, they got, like, flowers and stuff. And he that said, was a big fountain. Oh, yeah, it was a fountain. He said a lot of people proposed there, like in front of the castle, in front of the fountain. And he he took a picture of us there. Um, and he was kind of like, he said that him and like the other tour guides, since so many people proposed in front of the fountain, was like, oh, if I take the photo, then like, you know, you'd have your hands free. But no, he did it on the roof. Um, and we had someone uh, take a couple pictures of us up on the roof. Recreating like, it, yeah. I mean, I do want to take like, Nice, like, engagement photos, you know, not some crazy beach package, but, like, some nice ones would be recreate the outfits and stuff. 
And I tell but you what surprised me the most was the fact that I got down on my knee twice, and because my knees are stupid, <laughs> I'm surprised I was able to get back up. You are just so filled with adrenaline and <laughs> happiness. <laughs> or pressure. Or pressure. <laughs> Dude, I knew what like, my answer was going to be. I just didn't know when you were going to like finally <laughs> ask. So. Yeah. But, but it's funny, like, all the, like, special places we've been or, like, the cool, like, things we've been to, you know, pre-pandemic and then, like, a couple of rare things we got to do during, like, lockdowns and stuff. I was like, well, maybe this or maybe now or, well, this is a pretty <laughs> area, la, la, la. But uh, I... Well, we'd also... Uh, talked about going to the castle for a long time yeah and, you know i didn't want to i still didn't literally until the second you like yeah. wouldn't let me leave and like you started saying sweet things that honestly i can't remember like anything you said <laughs> but like I well, was, you were shaking well yeah i was cold but you were also like on top of a castle and it's like it was yeah. very romantic and sweet 10 out of 10 so that's right ladies and gentlemen eat it right <laughs> Why'd you have to be all weird and aggressive about it? Just be like, I love I mean, this well, woman. Tell you what, if Eat you what, bro, the food at the castle because it's fucking. Now, delicious. if you if you do end up staying uh, in that, one of the sorry. rooms in the castle, you, uh, the cool thing is is that you might actually stay in one of the rooms that the Queen of England stayed in. Oh yeah, they oh yeah. They don't tell you which one it is, uh, but <laughs> uh, they the Queen did stay in one of the rooms that you are able to stay in. So it was pretty cool. Probably one of the inner rooms is you know because security reasons, but. Um, so they have like the side entrance and then they got like a gate in the front, which when you go to like, actually go into the castle, you pass by it. And I, when we were in the front, you know, they're explaining everything and showing us all the architecture and stuff. I was like, so like, when do you, um, open the gate or what, who would you open the gate for? And he had already told us that the queen had stayed there and he was like, if the queen ever comes back, <laughs> they would open the gate for her. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen though. Um, it was cool she went there once. Yeah. All right, so we'll hold fun, off. Fun we'll facts. Uh, since you've already talked about something, let's let's move oh. on to somebody else and let them talk about something else that's new. Well, I feel more annoying to go back and forth. Uh, just one round. Okay. Well, what about uh, what about you, Alan? Uh, what's new in your life the past, uh, well, since uh, we last left this podcast? The things you can talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. No, I mean, well, since we last left the podcast, uh, I, I actually I got cast in a in a uh, a show uh, for one small part in one episode for ABC called Women of the Movement. Congratulations! Uh, show, thank you. The show was fantastic. My scene got cut. <laughs> well, you, do you know why? It's because you're from Kentucky. No, he was no, 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 no. <laughs> no. He was too uh, awesome. No, they didn't want to overshadow well, the main. Well, well, I tell you what, they film so many things that if there's something that doesn't well, quite push the story as hard as they want, then a lot of times they'll cut those just to make time for, especially for advertisements. Yeah, yeah. I was actually I was watching the episode and following along with the script. Oh, that must um, be interesting to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, I was like, you know what? I should, and I did it about, I don't know, ten minutes into the show. I was like, I should be, re I should be following along with the script just to see what's, you know. Anyway, um, my scene got cut, and I'm pretty sure it's because it that particular scene might have, uh, I don't know, shined a little bit more light on the on the killers and took the focus off of what the the point, the point was. Of the show was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. I can understand I'm not going to give anything away. I mean, it might be a deleted scene on a DVD one day or something, but fantastic show about uh, this season was about um, Mammy Till Mo- uh, Mobley, which was um, Emmett Till's, Till's yeah, uh, mother. Uh, so the, the season is about, you know, his, his murder and uh, her yeah. refusal to keep her mouth shut about it. Yeah. Um, so that sure, uh, the mother's love. Let the world see. You know that was that was actually a title of an episode. Uh, so you know I can totally sure understand why you know the focus on the killers would actually detract from the point of the show. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when so when it was cut, I, I, I reread the script, and I was like, well, yeah. It, I mean, it was a really good scene, but it wasn't needed. Um. So I don't know if it was cut for time or for that reason. I, I don't know. But uh, I thought the show was fantastic, and I hope they do another season. Um, and little did I know in, when I was in school, you know, Emmett Till, that whole incident was really the kickstart for the civil rights movement. Uh, oh, absolutely. They taught us in school that it was Rosa Parks. No, no. That yes, was it Till. was. But – because of what she saw happen to Emmett Till. Yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was hard to watch in certain places, even for me being a part of it, but, Mm -hmm. um, executive produced by Will Smith and Jay-Z. So that was pretty cool. Um, Oh yeah. Will Smith. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I got a, I got a paycheck knowing it's a project that those two names are attached to. And it's a very, very important, story and people yeah, you know I, like I, I, I read comments I read comments from people of all races uh, black white doesn't matter do we really need another you know civil rights type of movie or show and yes I yes. think so yeah because <laughs> yes. um, there's so much I mean, there's, there's so many people that were involved in that it's not just well like not just that but if you don't recognize what happened in history about. then people become blind to it and we do the same yes. stuff over yes and, over. and I credit I mean, not only because of how I was raised, but I credit movies and shows that depicted that type of treatment to, you know, shaping me for how I am now. You know, yeah. you don't hate anybody because of the color of their skin. That's, that's right. That's, um, that's really yeah. important. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people don't realize or really remember, but that's that's less than a generation removed from yeah, a, from it a really lot of is. It's not, well, yeah. it's not well, that long yeah. ago. Yeah, uh, well, um, I, uh, well, anytime somebody says I mean, a generation removed, I think that the 80s is like 30 years ago, 40, <laughs> almost 40. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's not, um, all that stuff's not that not yeah. that long ago. We can't just be like, Ooh, there, here's a black and white picture. It was like a bajillion years ago. It's like, no, it's not. It literally isn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, we need to learn this shit. Um, and sorry about Again. And like if no, the school, I mean the people, if the schools are going to keep watering other, stuff down, then we need shows like this. We need documentaries and books, you know, yeah. available. You know, you know if the schools, exactly. if, if schools and stuff are going to just just tone everything down to and not the all, most mild, like oh well, they yeah, sort of disagreed on this day, and then that's why we need these shows. Why we need shows like then, this because yeah. there's so much watered down revisionist history from the not just that at that. Uh, for that period of time. But since the beginning of written history, it's all biased perspective. So you're looking yeah. at, you know, you to get the truth out, you do still need 
things like this, especially when the best way to reach people now is entertainment. Yeah. Whether it's through TV or uh, apps, uh, movies. movies, anything. That is, you know, the fact that they're coming out with another show like that, that is so good, like this show. Well, what was, what was so, what made it even better was after each episode, there was a docu, docu-series um, immediately following the episode with real-life counts, you know, and photos yeah. and video of what that episode was showing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really, really cool. I mean, family members of, uh, of Emmett and, and Mammy, I, I mean, the, it, like you said, it's not that far removed. Some of the people that was in that that took part in being interviewed for that docu series, yeah, was in the room when Emmett was taken. Yes, like that's how close in in history and that if you, was. If you that, want to look year. at recent history, where some of these cultures are still, you know, made you know made to be less than what they are, we can go to a show that I, I love, uh, and I know Cat has watched and loved too. Two broke girls. A hot minute their boss, there. yeah, uh, their the Asian boss who yeah. is actually not. Uh, I mean, he's full American. He speaks with a, just an American accent, but they made him speak with a with a very, very bad Asian accent. That see stuff like that is still on television. So that, that's yeah. why shows like Women of the Movement is still important because yes, it was meant f- for com- comedic effect, but it still does nothing for the advancement of these minorities. Right, and yeah, uh, and we forget but, about. I mean, yeah, it was it was it was so amazing to be a part of that, uh, and and that was easily easily my favorite set that I've ever been on, just because of how awesome everybody was. Oh, I mean, I mean, great. each episode had a different uh, black director. female director. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave me a haircut on set in the <laughs> hair and makeup trailer, Time to and cut that your was hair. women, but. <laughs> Like so many women worked on that show, like it, it, it and it, it, and it wasn't just that; it was just the entire environment. It, it was the, uh, it was the fact of what we were there to, to tell. Uh, even though my, like I said, my part was so so small. Uh, I had one line, but when I got to my hotel room, I turned on the TV, and the very first thing that was on was Ghost of Mississippi, <laughs> and we filmed, we filmed on location in Mississippi. And I mean, it was in February. Um, so black history month. And then right after, um, ghost of Mississippi went off, Malcolm X came on and I was sitting there watching (laughs) Whoopi. I was sitting there watching Whoopi Goldberg and Alec Baldwin. And I was just like, God, this is what I grew up on. Like I grew up watching this and didn't realize at the time I was learning from it. Yeah, and now here I am sitting in a hotel room in Mississippi, miles away from where this murder took place, to tell to help tell this story. So it was, it was a really cool moment. I, I almost started crying. And you know you what? Know, I'm I'm really hotel I'm really glad <laughs> and happy that you're talking about this because this episode drops during Black History Month. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. We are well. We are in Black History Month, February. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. month I was born, which doesn't matter, but uh, I got a birthday <laughs> coming up soon. So that's another thing that's happening in my life since the podcast. I'm about to be 31. 
Yeah. Um, I'll be 31 this year. Do you want want something scary or do you want applause? Give him applause. Give him applause. Probably both. Okay, here. Don't give him scary. We're the same age. He said both. We're the same age, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, me and Tiny are uh, on our last year in our 30s. We'll be 40 this year. Really? Yeah, yeah. We will officially be middle-aged. Either of you were reaching 40 anytime soon. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I went into Walgreens the other day, and the girl at the checkout, uh, of course, I was behind a mask. She said, she asked me for my date of birth for something that I was picking up, and she said, you do not look like that. You look, <laughs> Your face looks like childlike. It's Your face looks so young. I said, my receding hairline and my gray hair thanks you. <laughs> but your skin's so smooth. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So um, you age uh, yeah, better when you're happy. Oh, uh, I got to be <laughs> part of that that great uh, production. I'm turning 31, um, and everything else. I'm just you know I got a new girlfriend. Congratulations, um, that's good stuff. That Shout out to girlfriends. I'm sorry if you're listening. Um, <laughs> that's nothing know, against that's nothing against her. It's just life, and you. <laughs> Well, I, I was going in order. I was going yeah. in order. Yeah. I should have, should have mentioned her before my 31st birthday because it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Well. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm just uh, uh, just living and hoping that, uh, hoping that the, the Rona stays at bay uh, for everybody. Yeah. And On the decline, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I love when people are I like, I hope we go back to normal. I'm like, it's always going to exist. We just need to work around it. Like, we have had to work around every illness that overtook thousands yeah. of You're people. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's going it's to like, ever It's a virus. Go. You cannot completely 100% eradicate it. There is no, no. possible. There's no. too many people. It's here it's, forever. We just have to keep, you know, well, we, I mean, the smart people in the labs with all the resources just need to keep an eye on it keep researching it just like they keep researching literally everything else that they have vaccines yeah. and papers and studies on like yep. go them yeah. thank you to all of them shout out to literally every medical person who's had to deal with idiots during this like and just the physical and mental toll of this i mean is i can't even fathom it yeah. you know it's already you know it's taking a toll on everyone but the people who are like in it at the hospitals like Shout out to all of you guys because I know it's been like a hell <laughs> for the past like two years, but you know, we just got to adapt. I mean, it sucks that we've lost a lot of people, and the worst in some a lot of people have come out, but also the best has come out in yeah. a lot of people. And that's at least something we can take away. Thank from. God medical science is where it is now because if this was any other time, like, <laughs> yeah. not so good. Yeah, not so good for us. And I, I actually, I just saw today that uh, the United States, I think it said we're at 62%. Six, 62. Uh, oh, okay. That's cool. I thought I read 64, but still above 60 is a definitely yeah, a good thing. 64. It's in the 60s. Um, what? Like people which is, really, which oh, okay. is really good. I mean, considering, you know, there's a lot, lot of people in this country. And, there's uh, a lot of us. <laughs> um, my grandfather, like, he's, he's not vaccinated. His doctor straight up told him he would not advise it. 
Yeah, uh, and you, you've got you've got a lot of different people that have different reasons for not. I mean, uh, medical reasons. Exactly. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, 60, so that's sixty-two, sixty-four yeah. percent. That's, that's what that's where our good. job comes in is to try to help protect them. I know the the people like to believe in the uh, you know only the strong survive, but you know that was for you know. That's societies that woods, literally bro, killed each like, other for nothing. Like we have air conditioning now. Yeah. Can you calm down? <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, you know, let's see what we can do to take care of our fellow peoples. Like, okay, Mister Only the Strong will survive. How many streaming services do you have right now? Like, chill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Tiny, what about you? What have you got going on? Got anything? Have had you going on? Uh, we should have went in reverse order. I don't. Uh, I don't think I can follow that one, man. I'm. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. <clears throat> I've started a new job. Congratulations. Um, That's great. Yeah, applause. <laughs> no. Money. Yay. Paychecks. <laughs> uh, more more so just being out of the call center industry. Um, is yeah. very Everybody can exciting. applaud that. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see. Yeah, new job. Uh, taking care of the kiddo. She'll yes. be six this month. Oh, my so. gosh. My goodness. Our youngest nephew's turning four tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a run. Um, no, there's uh, not a whole lot new going on. Just uh, kind of, you know, maintaining, as it were. Um, well, that's, although that's all you can do. Like. <laughs> I, I, did, I did find out today that uh, I will... Well, uh, my wife and I will be getting a, a new car, um, oh. thanks to thanks to some eighty year old man who t boned her in the roundabout last week. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, luckily, luckily uh, nobody was hurt. Yeah. That's no a good thing. Oh yeah, injuries. Oh, um, but uh, his response was, "I thought you were going to stop at your stop sign, and uh, it's a roundabout, dude. There are no stop signs." <laughs> 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 like, like, they're they're uh, called yield. America and, is yeah. not ready for turnabouts. And like, uh, yield is for traffic that's trying to obstruct. Roundabouts are kind of loot. <laughs> I came up to a roundabout for the first time myself driving the other day, and I was like, I, I hope I'm doing this right. And here's the thing, too. <laughs> I was like so stressed. I'm like, why is there a circle? And here's the thing, too. Uh, no matter who was the instigator in this, no matter. Here's how insurance works. She got hit in the side. That means he's at fault. No matter, I mean, period. Yep. That, that's all there is to it. It's like if uh, you are uh, if you are behind somebody and they slam on their brakes for no reason and you rear in them, you're in the you're in the fault. I mean, that's your fault. Yep. According to insurance. Now, obviously, with roundabouts, I mean, that's a completely different case than this. I'm just saying that's how insurance works. So, sorry, old man. No matter what argument you have, you, my <laughs> friend, are at fault. Right. So. Um, so yeah, in the, in the market for a new car. Um, so that'll be exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, kind of same old, same old around here, man. Uh, man, that, you know, the bad thing is, is that same old, same old really does sound really good in this day and age. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy out of the ordinary, but, uh, got your job, got your family, got a place to stay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Roof, roof over my head, the, the heat's on. So. That's right. Uh, that's no, no, the heat is important. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That's more, than, it is some, cold. That's more than some people got right now. So. And listener, listeners, if you haven't noticed, we haven't had that big wall heater kick on in the background. Of course, part of that is the help with this new board by uh, by Rode, the Rodecaster Pro. Again, I will post Ooh. a picture of that to social media, or I will have Kat do it because she I'll gets on that a lot more than I do. Um, but we have this nice little electric heater. That looks like a fireplace. It's a, it looks like room. a it looks like a tiny um uh wood burning, wood burning stove. stove. Like and you, know, you put like a kettle on top of, but it's it's quiet. It's so cute. And it keeps this place pretty warm. We've got it on low right it's now. Very we don't aesthetic. have it on high. I could use it. No, I think I turned it on medium. Medium. Oh, okay. But still, we, we don't have to have it on. It, high. We could actually turn it up a little bit. My feet are cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I found the leak in the room. Oh, it's did. in the baseboards. It's in the baseboards. That's why, no matter what. It's the darn baseboards. Chilly or hot in here. So I'm gonna as time goes on, I'm going to seal the baseboards up and then we will no longer have to worry about climate control in this room. <laughs> Yay. No so, more leaks. Anyway. Uh so yeah, man, that sounds good too, man. Sometimes no change is a good thing. Yeah, something bad right. can happen. Uh, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh kind of comforting. Uh like I said, we should have went in reverse order. Though. Man, well, man, reverse order or not, that still sounds pretty good to me because... I mean, I have a mundane thing on my list. <laughs> oh, most of my stuff is mundane. I mean, I said I'm going to grad school. I'm going to be a middle grade education uh, teacher in social That's not studies. mundane. Like you're well, I'm school. almost 40 years old, and I am making a huge career change. Yeah. Huge. I mean, for the rest of my life, I could be sitting in the job that I have now, making pretty good money, and uh, you know, live okay, live pretty comfortably. But you hate it. I don't hate well, it. Well, you don't. I don't hate it. Well, no, I don't hate the job. What it is is, once I realized I, uh, I'm supposed to be a teacher. All my focus is, I should have been doing this from the beginning. So I don't like my job as much as I used to. It's not the same thing as hate. If I hated it, I would have left it a long time ago. So. Good yeah. call. Yeah. Good call. It's just a matter of finding out what you're supposed to be doing and making the decisions to go towards it. Like Alan, he makes the decisions. Uh, he made a decision at some point in his life that he wanted to be an actor. And no matter what he was doing, that at I the wanted time, to be broke and hungry. For the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and Good I job. Regretted a second of it. Good job. You did it. <laughs> But, you know, the point is, at some point, he made that decision, I want to be an actor, so that no matter what job he works in, it's not going to be as fulfilling as doing what he's supposed to do, which is acting. Which Period. Is, which he's very good at. Yes. Very much. Very my talented. Opinion. Um, when, you, when you hear my mundane thing, which... Well, let me go through um, mine, because I've only, uh, I haven't said anything for mine yet, other than... Let me just say this one thing. Is yeah, not, go ahead. Go ahead. It's silly. It's just something we were meant to do for... Um, Oh gosh! Since we've got them, but we finally got both of our dogs fixed. <laughs> I mean, that's like—I mean, that's a change. So yeah, but yeah, we finally got it fixed. The second one, the younger one, was a bit more dramatic because we found two lumps um, on her teats. On her, well, no, not on, but like well under the teats. So yeah. she's actually down two two, le- two less nipples, <laughs> 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 which like okay, whatever. Not like she needed them. Um, and of course, she's so. The, the you know the painkillers they put the dogs on are pretty good and our dog Emma the older one um I mean she's not old but the older one she did she healed perfectly didn't need a cone 
didn't no need. cone of shame for her. No, no bandages really. Um, gave her her medicine until it ran out. Perfect. You know, her personality is exactly the same. But Lilu, you know, I babied her a lot more than normal. But then, you know, she didn't like feel the pain from her three incisions and three stitch stitched up places. So she busted one of them. We had to take her back to get staples, and then they went ahead and put stitches, like a couple of stronger stitches in all of them. And then we had to put a bandage, a onesie, and then she got the cone of shame. Yes. Which she did not like. She disoriented her. Sometimes she, her head would like start shaking out. I had grabbed the cone and so she could like reorient her, like <laughs> get get her sense of like where she was back. I'm like, stop shaking your head. Um, and then she started throwing fits and pooping in the clothes, which yeah, she loves clothes. So she was just pissed about having to wear the cone, and I was like, but she finally got them all out. She's all healed up, and she's just as spoiled and rotten as before, if not more. But yeah, that was an update that we did. That was yeah. all this year. No, yeah, Emma that was, was this year. Emma was last year. No, Emma was the year before. Yeah, and, and then Lila was, Lila was this past year. This past year, yeah. Uh, see what what's new with me? Uh, mm-hmm. I can I can summarize mine very quickly. Uh, weight loss, karate. Grad school. Well, because weight loss because of keto. Oh, yeah, keto diet. Yeah, lost a good amount of weight. I want to keep that stuff going. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> you, oh. Well, we discussed that. So I didn't. I thought you were actually going. <laughs> you saying engaged. <laughs> no, I said that for the both of us. At the... Well, I know, I know. Well, but yeah, it was engaged. Fun. Yeah, cough, cough. I should have to say it too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, got you engaged should. to this lovely young lady. And uh, yeah, so I'm in my next to last semester of grad school. I student teach in the fall, which means I'm going to be out of a job from August through January. Yeah, it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. August. Oh, God. That's... Uh, yeah, about the middle of August uh, until after Christmas break when uh, the schools start back. Bro. Why? Yeah. And then I, I make minimum wage, dude. And then I'll hopefully be a dream right there. Yeah. L I V I N. (sighs) Stop spelling the word. I'm a McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey in a, you don't need to, no, we're not going to movie called days confused. So uh, he, when he says living, he says L I V I N. Okay. Thank you. And all right. All right. All right. Well, all right. All right. Okay. So yeah. Uh, Got engaged. Yeah, I, I've been trying to lose weight. Um, I'm getting there. I've, uh, I got some blood work back, and my A1C is high. It is pre-diabetic. Uh, of course, I'm 40, and I've been big most of my life. Uh, of course, I've had some yo-yoing going on over the years too. <laughs> but I've got to get my A1C down, and I, in order to do that, I need to lose about another 30 pounds. So I'm well on the way. I believe in you. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. And your karate tell your I haven't been the, I, that'll be a weight that I hadn't been in since middle school. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'm in karate. I'm in a uh, Okinawan Kempo karate. Um my sensei uh Wesley Lieberman. Love you, man. Um he's tough, but fair and Do you say Weasley? Wesley. 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 I thought you said yeah. Weasley. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> and uh uh I train every Sunday uh, with him, and I just uh, about a, m- a month and a half ago I earned my f- my uh, first belt, and uh, I'm working on my second. So no, your first stripe. Wait. No, I. There's You're, different no, levels yeah. to each belt, but uh, I'm on my official second belt. 
I'm a, I have a, I have a yellow belt. Yes, I thought you just got a stripe on your belts. On my yellow belt, yes. Yes, I said there's different levels on each belt. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, okay. Sorry, when you said you're working on your next one, I was like, but there's levels to the belt you have. Yes, but every uh, and it may. But the point is to be working towards. Yes, yes, the next yes. One, I so. got it. I yes, yes. <laughs> I did yeah. martial arts too. I get that, but just the way you phrased it was like you were disregarding the stripe. Oh no. And there's yeah. some people that don't know that they're just like that person has a red belt. And it and it varies <laughs> from uh, from uh, martial arts type to martial arts type. So, yeah. Uh, I, I'm I love it. Um, it's sort of like uh, I loved it when I was younger. Uh, martial arts. I still love martial arts. I got in obviously the movies. We talked about that before on a <laughs> previous episode. And uh, to this, you know, I started that because I just. Always wanted to get back into it, and I was in my late thirties. I said, "Why the hell not?" Well, and you found someone and yeah. who could like kind of work with your schedule, and yes, um, yes, and I, I even you know even though you had to keep doing so many COVID tests, it was you know it, it his thing's smaller right now. He doesn't have like a a building that's his yet. No, we do it which, out of his garage. Yeah, which I believe, which I believe someday he'll get there. But oh, absolutely. But I think it's worked really well for you. So. Yeah. And so, it works. You work, and, it's, and you it's work great. with him with his like re, you know his day job, his yeah. boring. And, job. and it's great because he knows his lineage all the way up to uh, the one who originated this form of uh, of karate, a uh, Japanese form. Which Okinawan is, so cool. is uh, Mr. Shigeru Nakamura, um, who, when he passed, he, or when he retired and then eventually passed away, he divided his form of karate uh, into. Well, he gave it to his students. His head one was uh, since I uh, I can't remember how to pronounce it Hideki Odo. Anyway, Sensei Odo, and then uh, after Sensei Odo, that branched off in two different ones, where you have more traditional Japanese Okinawan uh, Kempo Karate, which is what I'm in, and then you have the other one that was made famous by Mr. Elvis Presley. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. You didn't tell me the Elvis Presley fact. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, he was he was on a like it his form branched off this other way uh, because of a man named Ed Parker, who turned his into American Kenpo, and it was more street style based. Um, mm. But the the Japanese Okinawan, uh, the one that I'm under, is uh, takes some element uh, takes some elements from that, but stays really traditional, and they do a lot more with the bunkai practical applications of your different forms. Uh, they do a lot of uh, weapons. Uh, grappling, and uh, of course your uh, your standard uh, fighting techniques and katas. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's a lot of work. Yeah, like uh, you've like come so far from where you were, because you did like years ago. You know, you went to the gym like all the time, and you know did all that exercise, and was like, oh, I can lift this now, or I can do this now, and then we stopped doing, or you stopped doing that for like the longest time, and now. You're back in something like physical again, and you'll come home and be like, "Oh, I went from 25 of this to now I can do 30 or 35." Yeah, and it's it's like, like for uh, the uh, physicality, uh, being physically fit is something very important to me and to the this form of karate too. This is what this is the physical requirement for the uh, my test uh, outside of just the regular techniques and the katas. I have to do everything that I've learned up to that point, by the way, in an hour. Yeah. Plus, so much. <laughs> the physical aspect is I have to do 45 push-ups with a weight on my back uh, within a minute. 
Gosh. I have to do 20 sit-ups with a weight on my chest within a minute, followed by 15 sit-ups with a, uh, with a bow staff uh, anchored behind my head so that I can only use my lower abdominals Ooh. within a minute. Uh, I have to do 80 squats with a weight over my shoulders and then uh, in a minute and then do 1,000 intervals on a jump rope in a minute. Golly. Does that make anybody feel nauseated like it does me <laughs> thinking about the prospect of doing all that in about five minutes? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I blacked out from that. <laughs> <laughs> still... My lack of oxygen just from listening to that. <laughs> But I talk about that because those are the two, uh, well, three, the ones that I mentioned are two of the biggest things going on in my life. Obviously, the third one is getting engaged to Kat. Uh, but just from <laughs> what I was talking. mentioned it, we're engaged. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying that the other two most important things in my life are um, karate and uh, training to become a teacher. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, see, I, I'm quick. I got through that in about seven, eight minutes. Yeah, um, well. One of my life updates will explain why I can't be short. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, let's talk about one more thing, and then we'll let you talk about that, just because I know uh, yours requires a little bit more of uh, talking about, because it is important. Yeah. I mean, uh, not just to you, but also to possibly some of the listeners that are on here. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll see that. So, um, you okay? I'm just looking at your notes. Oh, <laughs> just my my four uh, points here. I uh, know I real quick. I wanted to make a quick mention uh, before we go on with that. Is that one of my favorite actors uh, passed away last week, and I felt that that should that he dude, should be recognized. Dude, before you continue, uh-huh. I was just sitting here thinking about how we should talk about the different celebrities we've lost since we did our last that episode. That should be its own episode. I mean, yeah, well, I, I think we're going to do... its own episode. Yeah, I yeah, think definitely. the next episode, we're going to talk about that as well as the the list of uh, artists being nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. I just... You know, yeah, okay, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I actually just listened... Um, well, this is sort of like... I guess this ties well, into actually, some of my favorite things. I, was, I just listened to a podcast today. Um, well, it was... Partly the video on YouTube, and then I finished it on on the as a podcast because it's both. But it's this woman named Bailey Sarian, and I think it's her like most recent episode. It was actually on. Let me go back to her. Oh no, go away. Bailey Sarian. The show itself is called Dark History, and it's on you know podcast apps. You don't have to go to her YouTube. Um, but episode 30, the woman who really started rock and roll, Sister Rosetta Tharp. Thorp, Tharp. Rosetta Tharp. Rosetta Tharp. Yeah. Like, she came before a lot of these people, she, even before Elvis. Elvis wasn't even born when she was like, or like just being born when she was making it big. And at the end of the episode, Bailey was talking about the rock and roll. The rock and roll. <laughs> rock, <laughs> rock, rock and roll. It's like the ripoff of the about rock the and roll. Wait, quit saying words. I'm going to mess it up again. <laughs> Sorry. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Apparently, I can't say that out loud competently. Um, but she was, you know, talking about uh, just basically how white it is. <laughs> and beyond that, how few how few women are in it. So that would be like, you know, talking about, you know, singers we've lost. Or, you know, well, I guess singers and actors we've lost. And then... Yeah. That would be really interesting. Yeah. 
because it's it's funny because I like just listened to that. I was like, hey, I have things to say about that. So, so uh, put a pin in that. So yes, Alan. Uh, next episode we will talk about all the people that we have uh, lost, uh, the actors and musicians. We'll talk about that, and also we'll talk <laughs> a little bit about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame tonight. You said, I want you said to rock and roll of fame. Rock and roll hall of fame. I messed you up <laughs> a little bit, but that's okay. I wanted to talk about the passing of Mr. Howard Hessman, and for those that are not familiar with that name in particular, he played Doctor Johnny Fever on WKRP in Cincinnati. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. That's okay. It was a TV show that came out in the late 70s. Um, WKRP in Cincinnati is a sitcom um, about uh, this failing radio station, and they bring in this. Um, not he's not. I don't know if you can consider him a burned out hippie, but he's definitely a former hippie. <laughs> that um, and comes, he, I mean, Kat, you've you've probably seen him. He he did. Uh, I mean, probably. He did some, uh, he did one or two episodes on uh, that '70s show. Yeah, uh, pretty sure he was in a Police Academy movie. Yep, he was. He played. Uh, he played the uh, lieutenant. Um, uh, oh my gosh, Lieutenant Lassard, the cousin to uh, Captain uh, Captain Lassard. Yeah, unless I get like really or not into Captain, a uh, character, Commissioner, or, whatever his name. Well, something. Was, yeah. Unless I get like super into a character and then like start exploring who they are outside outside of that character, I probably know the faces of like a lot of people you guys mentioned. But until you say they played this person in this movie, I'm not gonna know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah, he but did that a lot doesn't, of stuff. I probably I've most likely seen him in something. Yeah. He I just don't. In, uh, I just names of people like. I mean, he was just a busy actor. I mean, he yeah. went from WKRP. Uh, once that ended, uh, just a couple of years later, he played the lead in the in head of the class for another seven, eight seasons. Uh, as a you could, teacher, you could put him in the category of, of a character actor. Yes, very much. And he is just. He died at the age of eighty-one from complications of colon surgery. Gosh. Yeah. So um, he died at Mount Sinai, and. He, his character, Dr. Johnny Fever, is what actually got me interested in broadcast radio. Now, I know that's aging myself, but, of course, uh, WKRP was on reruns when I was growing up. But it was also one of my favorite shows growing up, one of, one of my favorite sitcoms. And uh, I would watch it, and I was just enamored by the way he carried himself. So, you know, he was considered one of those rock jocks. You know, like they would make fun of in the movies. Oh, yeah, let's play this record. Let's do this. You know, like uh, you know, like a lot of them do. Uh, he had that type of personality, and just he was wild, and it just he had his voice out there, and that is what got me into wanting to do a broadcasting of some form. It's like I had that uh, I had a radio show in uh, my freshman year in college at Georgetown College, the Midnight Show. Um, at the college radio station, I did that for about a year, and uh, well. I, I, I take that back. It was about eight months. Um, and then, of course, I, I'm here in podcasting. I love it because it's not radio. I wish it was. I wish we could play music like radio because then I would love to comment on the music that's playing. Copyrights. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, we cannot do that. You will get struck from everything. Yeah. And unless, we have, unless we have a band in here, which Steve... Mr. Steve Jewell, I plan on having you back in the studio again here for another interview, my good man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know he's a busy man right now, so, you know, we'll hope. Oh, Steve absolutely oh, yeah. loved that interview. 
Yeah. I mean, I did. Everybody did, but Steve could not say enough about that interview after it was over. Well, I, you know, he, he had such a good time. He is welcome here anytime. And just because I just, not because of what he does, but because he's a great interview. He, I, I love his opinions, you know, whether anybody agrees yeah. or disagrees with them, he has an opinion and he knows how to express it. And I, I love and having talk him about on. it. Yes, exactly. And talk he's just fun. And, he's and a, also, yeah. Hey, speaking of, speaking of people that have had stuff happen to him since our last yeah. podcast, that man is now a part of a little band called Blackstone Cherry. And I should not be proud of that dude. I know. I, I, had, I grew up with Steve. Uh, my dad and his dad used to be in a band together. We would go to their practice, and while they were taking a break, he would hop on the drums or guitar. Didn't matter. The kid plays everything. And I'm just happy that he's, uh, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, Gosh, like that man is, touring. He did it while it touring right <laughs> with uh, with Blackstone Cherry, and I tell he you, what? he he lost. Uh, in one of his posts, he said he started losing a lot of weight while he was touring because he didn't have time to eat a lot. He was just on the go, 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 <laughs> and in the shows, you know, yeah. just going every night. But so, that boy, I mean, he's in the gym like every day. Yes, as well. So, yes, he I is. Mean, he's well, he's just him. all all around. He is killing it. And I'm I'm happy for him. I am I am too. He's a great guy. Just, you know, I've only met him once or twice, but I tell you what, if you sit down and talk to him for more than five minutes, you'll fall in love with him too. He's a great guy. Uh, and I mean, and this goes into how great, like something me and Tiny love, and we want to do a bunch of episodes about local music. How great local music is here in this area. Yeah, I'm very excited to to get that started and hopefully get some people um, either in studio or on the phone. Um, but, uh, you know, we went out um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, El Masivo played a show um, down at Tidballs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it didn't seem like that long ago, but uh, apparently they started playing in like 2005, which is coming up on 20 years. So oh um, God, pretty interesting show, ago. though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. I, I would love to have uh, you know any local musician that would like to come in. Uh, if you would send like, us an email. Yeah, if you'd like to play a small little acoustic set, uh, you know, if it's just one person, bring guitar, or if you just want to sit and talk, we're great for that too. It's whatever you all, whatever you all want to do. If you want to promote something, great. If you don't and you just want to hang out, chill, and throw in your two cents, great. That we're just we're easy to please here. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> All right, so let's get uh, let's get Cat's uh, major thing that. Uh, no, okay, stop. Well, you said it was a big thing, so. Well, it is, but you, it, I don't know. Sometimes when you when you phrase things, it makes it seem like weird and like. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Way more than it is, or like way more serious, or something. I'm like, it's not. I mean, it is, but it's not. Anyways, um. We're still going to get to talk about our favorite things. Anyways, so I guess. Had to be another episode. We're running long. I, <laughs> I told, yeah, when you said 20 minutes in the beginning, I was like, that's just not even. Anyways, so I guess this is just a life updates podcast slash rambling about other random things. Yep. But, um, Welcome to Dead Pants Studio I podcast. even wrote notes. Oh, anyways. Um, that's I guess, less work for you to do later. Yeah, I'm probably going to lose this notebook by then. 
<laughs> because here's like my biggest thing, and Tiny already knows a bit a bit about this, and of course you are living it. Yep. Um, my fiance. Living with it. <laughs> I'm living with it. Um, <laughs> is I most likely and look, I put, like most likely have ADHD. So now I know that. Um, uh, just I know by that's saying maybe that, not. it doesn't seem like something huge or major, but those that do have it, or we'll, any we'll say, form, yes, it is. Or any form of, like, some sort of attention thing. Yeah. Uh, neurodivergent, basically, if you are not a typical person who just processes everything in a normal, typical way, then, like, you know, kind of, like, realizing this about yourself or figuring this out, it's like, for Almost 30 years, well, you know, since I became, like, aware, whenever you become aware of yourself and, like, what you do, um, it's just basically the more I started reading, well, you, you sent me an article. I'd already, like, been, like, watching some little short videos and a couple of tidbits here and there and was kind of, like, hmm, starting to, like, think about it because I've had a lot of time to think over the last <laughs> few years you know, getting laid off a couple of times in 2020 and then just... As a lot of people have. And then just, like, not being comfortable going out and doing things or the things being closed or weird hours or just not having the time or just the freaking energy to go do stuff. Like, you have a lot of time to sit with yourself. And um, you sent me an article. Um, I can't forget, forget the guy's name. Well link it in the show notes because it's pretty important but it said um it was something like i suffered for like x amount of years um like with adhd or undiagnosed adhd and it's like and it's not what you think or not doesn't look like what you think it looked like something like that i'm getting the title entirely wrong again we will link it it's like a long title but you sent me that because you read it and you were like you sent it to me and you're like oh i think this is you and i was i read it and i was like Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's me. So then, that's just—I want to say spiraled isn't a bad thing, but like led me down this rabbit hole of like basically having terms and names for the things that I do. I've never had names for why I do do this or don't do this. Oh, here's the name. Uh, the title of the article is I suffered for years from untreated ADHD and it didn't look like what you would expect. It was on Huffington Post by... Yes, yeah, so a was, very long title, but very the accurate. The author uh, was uh, Amy Fetterman. Uh, it came out on uh, November 17th of 2021. Now, one of the big things that really drew your attention to it was a conversation you had with a mutual friend of ours, David Harrison. And, uh, oh, yeah. He... Uh, had a book in his house. You can go ahead and talk about it. I've got the title here if you couldn't quite oh, yeah. remember what it was. Well, he has this book um, on his couch. I just, he like keeps it in the same place, which when you have ADHD, keeping, having a spot for things and like not moving it around is pretty good. But, um, well, actually, no, I have the book with me. Oh, okay, I have my cool. copy, so thank you very much that you bought for me because you love me. Yeah. Um, But he, like we do role play, role playing at his house, which will be when we do finally do our favorite things. For the past two years episode, that will be one of my things. But um, he had this book on the back of his couch, and I would, like, see it every time. And it's called ADHD, A Hunter in a Farmer's World by Tom Hartman. Um, forward by Michael Popkin. 
which is PhD. a which is a great last name. Yeah, Popkin. Yeah, sounds like. What a was the name of that lady at the bridal expo? The one with the hell if I know the amazing name that you told me. Oh, okay, babe. Okay, sorry. No. We're talking about names. No, <laughs> sorry, I'm messing I'm with your ADHD brain. I'm sorry. literally talking about. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't. Tootie, uh, Tootie Thinkman, I think was her name, or something. Something. You can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> you can't do that. Hey, look, she she has ADHD, and I'm still learning on how to deal with it, as in Bro. not as in a negative way, but as in not to like trigger it like I just did. I you apologize. can't like just bring up a completely. You can't. Okay. Anyways, oh my God. Anyways, I'm about halfway through the book. Um, of course, it's not like reading like a a story, so it's harder to get through, but it's not like so technical that you have you don't have to be any sort of like medical or psychological professional or anything to to read it and i think this is a good book if you have adhd if your partner your child your friend your dad or whoever has adhd or something along the lines of it add whatever you want to call it whatever term you want to call it or if you just want to understand your fellow humans more and be like, why does that person do that thing? And, you know, I think it's just a really good book. You can buy it. You can get it on audible um, as a, if you don't want to read or you can't, not can't read as in didn't learn, but like can't, if you know, you're, can't see. If you, yeah, if you're, <laughs> si- you're slightly challenged, slightly <laughs> challenged. Um, but then you can also just, where'd you get this? Amazon? Yes. Amazon, I got it on Amazon. Amazon, probably Barnes and Noble. I mean, all sorts of things. We'll all link. A co- we'll do a couple of links below where you can buy it. Um, but yeah, I got I got that and like pretty much agree with everything. Um, there's a TikToker who I don't actually have TikTok, but I see so many TikToks because of like Facebook and YouTube and sometimes uh, sometimes Twitter. Um, I feel like TikTok is in everyone's lives, even if you've never downloaded it even if you don't realize you're watching a reposted tiktok you've probably seen a tiktok it's just short form videos nothing nothing crazy nothing new literally not anything new it's just a different name for an app that's had like what three incarnations by now but um connor always connor DeWolf. yes um i think he's like 20 something i don't think he's in school but a lot of his videos are kind of about school or around that or whatever but then also just life in general like existing um, his content is really easily digestible, especially if you do have a short attention span. Again, if you have it or you just want to learn, um, obviously, you know, find him on TikTok or Facebook. He has a Facebook, um, page you can follow and he reposts all his photo or his, uh, videos. And then he'll do compilations like other people, um, who talk about this kind of stuff. And then of course, once you start search up one thing, then, all the algorithms and all the things are like, hey, here's a bunch of more content about this thing. You didn't look this up, but here it is. And you're like, okay, I'll start following you too or whatever. So there's like other pages and stuff. I've started following other videos and whatever. And it's just like one of the, f- <laughs> one of the funniest ones is actually the ADHD walk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if you like, you can just... um like go to YouTube and type in ADHD walk, and it's just I think I think it's also just like a TikTok. It's like their head is stationary, but their the rest of their body from the neck down is made of rubber. 
Yeah, it's like your head stays like what's the um, stationary. What's those cameras? I always forget. Oh, um, oh my gosh, Alan, do you know the the type of camera I'm talking about? Where uh, the ca- like the Ghibli cameras- mount is that? No, shoot, what is that? Gib- it's something with a G. Anyways, it's like that super GoPro? steady. No, no. It's the kind where you know it's like they're moving, but the image is going to be stabilized no matter how they move. Yeah. Is it a Ghibli? Studio, uh, Studio Ghibli. I do not know. Yeah. Anyways, gimbal, gimbal, something like that. Anyways, yeah. it, it's just it was basically it was like literally like a ten second video, but it was one of those videos that was like holy crap, like I do that. Like her head was completely like in place, and basically what it is is when you're walking, like a normal person would like take like point five more seconds to go around like a corner of a table or something, but we just basically go like <laughs> the vi- like our hips swing around the corner but our head is like closer to it. It's hard to explain, but it was just one of those things where it was so simple but it's like like it's funny and I have it's just nice to have terms for things, you know? So like yeah. to actually be able to put names to things and you're and even though up in my brain, sometimes I'm still like, I'm stupid or I can't do this right or blah, blah, blah. I like, I'm learning to not blame myself or not, even if I know someone else is like disappointed or annoyed to be like, it's not totally like, I'm not purposely trying to be like, like annoying or purposely trying to be like behind in something. It's just. It's just my brain. It's chemically. I'm not consciously doing a lot of the things that might annoy someone else or confuse somebody else, you know. And now I have like, like executive dysfunctions where, you know, like, your body is like freaking paralyzed, but your brain is like, it's like your brain screaming at you, like, "Hey, go do the dishes. Go wash your face. You know, go do this. Go do that. Go make yourself some freaking food." But you feel like you can't, like, you can't physically make yourself do the thing, and it's like. I have you a name. You almost shut down, so. Huh? I said it's, it's like you almost shut down. Yeah. Well, my brain's still going, but my yeah. body's like, no. Yeah. There's just, a there's a disconnect somewhere. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a freaking disconnect. But I have a name for that. I'm not a lazy piece of shit. Sorry for cussing again. <laughs> it's just like I'm not trying to do these things, and it's and you you said the other day um, that and it's funny because I well not funny but like I saw a bit of a video touching on this. You said that it seems like the more I like learn about this and learn more terms and like the things that I do have names and Mm -hmm. like other people experience it and not just me in my, in my head that I'm more like open with it or more like relaxed kind of. You're more comfortable not trying to mask it or hide it. Like I still mask and masking is something that a lot of people with, any sort of divergency in their brain, like autism, anything else. Um, it's even something that average everyday people can do too, just depending well, yeah, on the, well, the environment well, that they're in. We're not talking about you average well, I, I, I know. I'm just, just for the listeners that are not familiar with this, that way they can relate. Okay. It's basically like putting on a customer service mask, but it's way more severe because it's not just you putting on a smile for a person. And in this case, it's, it's not necessarily a choice. It's just how yeah, it is. Yeah. That's more like you kind of, are a little more conscious of like customer service voice and your smile and like la di da da da, 
But like masking for people like me is so super unconscious that until I literally learned about it, I didn't realize that was even like what I was doing or a thing. I would just sort of feel like, I don't know, oh, got to be a little more like together in this moment, you know. But, uh, you know, I've talked about with my my, uh, my dad and my grandma, obviously you, uh, Mick, you have already talked to you about this a bit. Our friend David, who has it, shout out David, he's my peeps. Um, he's like, <laughs> freaking love him, man. Um, uh, talked to it to my friends, obviously, um, especially my maid of honor and bridesmaid. Shout out Joanna and Dina, love you guys. Um, and I'm just like, basically, my whole childhood makes sense. And when you kind of realize, like, a whole part, like, a whole section of your life or your whole life makes more sense because you have names for the things, it's kind of mind-blowing and incredible. Tell you what, I have names for things from my childhood, and I still can't make sense of it. (laughs) But, yeah. But, again, I I recommend at least reading this book um, or listening to it if you think... If you think your brain's a little bit like mine, or if you just, again, just want to learn about the human brain, and you just want to be able to relate with people more, yep. or if it's like a field you're interested in. Um, Also, if if any of the cool ADHD neurodivergent people, like ever, any of you who create content in any way, articles, videos, whatever, if if you guys ever hear this, I'm one of you, and if you want to... Again, I think I said in our practice episode, which may never be released, um, I'm just going to start messaging cool people and be like, hey, we got a podcast. You want to be interviewed? And like, I'm literally going to do like message people with only like a few thousand followers to like millions. I don't care. I'm going to send a message to everybody. And if you don't get messaged by her, we also have ways for you to be <laughs> able to If you want to contact us, us, if you want to yeah. be like, hey, can I be on your show? And we'll be like, yeah, you what seem that, cool. What that means is uh, we do need to kind of bring this to a close. Uh, so... Uh, I'm done talking. <laughs> we're back. We're we're doing podcasting. We're 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 surprise. We're ready to go. Surprise, everybody. And well, not so much surprise. I, I we put out a post that said it's coming. So well, it's yeah, here. but like surprise for people who yeah. forgot and we just like pop up in our their subscriber thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Alan, uh, do you have any last words? Um. Now that I've talked everyone to death. <laughs> well, I had a couple, but I'm missing more. So I guess two out of three ain't bad. Ah. <laughs> Tribute to meatloaf. Yeah. Oh. Uh, other than that, no, I'm good. What about you, Tiny? Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. No, We're I think here. that's it. Mr. Carter. We still exist. That's right. Hello. Shout out to that one person from Spain. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our UK peeps and our Canada peeps. Yes. Hopefully it will grow even more internationally. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, I know you could talk all night, but. Uh, all right, well. <laughs> yeah. No, now we just have more. That ain't getting us nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, now I just have a list for like another episode. And that's totally fine with me. That's awesome. All right. So like we mentioned, if you'd like to uh, reach us, we have two ways. You ha- you can get us, well, more than that. We have social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We also have our email at deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. We also have Podbean, deadpanstudio.podbean.com, which also is one of the streaming services that we go through. We go through a lot. Google us. You'll find us. 
iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and Spotify. Now, I know Spotify is kind of getting a bad rap right now, but they still treating us good. So, you know, don't listen to some people if you don't want to, but listen to well, us. Yeah. Spotify. Yes. That's the beauty of America, people. Change the channel. If That's you don't right. Like yeah, like, just just like, change it. Change it to us. Thumb. Change it to us. We'll at least uh, we'll at least yeah, kill your boredom. <laughs> All right. Well. That's it for this evening for the premiere episode of the third season of Deadpan Studio Podcast. We've had different names. We've had uh, different people filter in and out. But here we are. We are Deadpan Studio Podcast. We have figured out who we are, and we are pushing on through. So, shout out to Fidget Cubes. (laughs) Fidget Cubes. Fidget Cubes. In line at Walmart. Well, like other. Yeah. I'm going to actually. Well, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to link the actual like website where you can get these. Yeah, go ahead and send cool. that to me because this episode drops tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, so with that, um, we're going to s- say goodbye. We'll see you all next time. Uh, for Deadpan Studio Podcast, I have been Matt. Who's next? Sorry, I was Googling Fidget Cubes because I was going to forget to link it. I'm Kat. <laughs> Tiny. <laughs> Alan. We love all of our listeners. We love those that don't listen to us because we know that they eventually will. We'll see y'all next time. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, y'all. Bye. Join us next time for Bringing the Voices of Southern Kentucky to You. This is Deadpan Studio Podcasts. Thanks for listening.